Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast. Current events, local, world news, and what's trending. Monday morning show coffee with you. February the 1st. Thank you for joining me. weekend. I hope everybody behaved themselves. Following all the protocols out there that uh, we have here across Canada and probably yourselves around the world. But it doesn't look like some people here in Canada had a very good weekend. And this is out in Vancouver, British Columbia. Where over 17,000 in fines were issued at a penthouse allegedly hosting a makeshift nightclub. And you wonder why our numbers keep going up. And you wonder why we have lockdowns and stay at home orders and curfews. Don't gather in large crowds, social distance, wear a mask. I wonder why we have all these things in place. So the Vancouver police, they issued over $17,000 in fines and they, they arrested a 42-year-old man at a condo penthouse operating as a makeshift nightclub. Unbelievable. This individual who has been arrested, court records show that this individual has been charged with two counts of failure, failure to comply with an order of a health officer. The ignorance of people. As though these rules don't apply to them, as they think they can do as damn well as they please. I'm tired, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sick and tired of people out there thinking that they can just break the rules because they don't apply to them. Somehow that's what they think. Global news was on scene. This was Sunday morning, yesterday morning. Well, several people were being escorted in handcuffs from this. From this um, condo in downtown Vancouver. 
When the police arrived, the property Sunday, the penthouse was packed with people in a and uh, it appeared that they were running a nightclub or a show lounge. They found 78 people inside the three-level apartment, and none of them were, 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 were uh, wearing a mask. First of all, you can't have that many people even in a place. There were menus, tables, point of uh, sale terminals and cash tills. The police issued $230 fines to 77 people. Well, they got off pretty easy because here in Ontario, that would be an $880 fine per person. The host of the, of the party was arrested under the Public Health Act and he's carted off to jail. Do not pass go, do not collect $200. This isn't a monopoly game, ladies and gentlemen. Anyways. The public health minister said he was pleased to see enforcement against idiots who think they can flout the rules and the laws. Saying idiots is mildly it is it is is mild for what I would like to say. But I'm on air here and you know, so we gotta keep it clean. But they are a bunch of idiots. The fines levied by the police may may just be the start of the problems they are facing. Maybe they also end up in court and, and, the, and the fines go up tenfold. The fines levied by the police may just be the start of the problems that they are facing. That could potentially be charged under the criminal code. For example, they may face additional fines for violating health orders or the penalties can run up to $10,000 or one year in jail. Here in Ontario, the fines can run up to 775,000 and uh, jail time as well. Said so the venue operators could also face penalties for operating a venue without a liquor license. Well, obviously, I mean, they're up there selling alcohol and all kinds of stuff. in this condo, unbelievable. Now, they were also assessing situation for potential liquor and business license infractions as well as a violation of fire code. It's the same building that police attended last weekend following a tip about a hundred person party in a penthouse suite in violation of COVID-19 Police issued 2,500 in fines that night, but not actually access the unit, cited it, citing they needed a warrant. 
police said the doorman at the event was defiant. Investigators said they had previously had four complaints about the property in January alone. Investigators returned early Sunday morning with a warrant after two or more large parties were allegedly staged at the penthouse. Now, this penthouse owner has previously denied he was running an illegal nightclub and filed a complaint against the Vancouver Police Department last weekend. Yeah, okay. His lawyer. His lawyer is his brother. Same last name. Go figure. He said he would not comment until they received more information about the process from the prosecutors. Uh, what a joke. I'm not going to keep in mind at this point that there is an unproven allegations. Well, it's not proven allegations when they when they get a warrant, knock on the door, and find a hundred people in your place. police will be seeking a strict bail condition for the host to prevent a repeat of the parties. So we're not messing around, we're taking this seriously, he said. This is an individual who allegedly flouted the public health order. It's a very serious incident, series of incidents that put people in danger, not just the party goers, the neighbors, the community, as well as the police who attend. So I don't know if people are going to get the message here, ladies and gentlemen, I really don't. Whether you live in Vancouver, Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, Ontario, Quebec, the Maritimes, Northwest Territories, Yukon, I don't care where you live. This sort of incident needs to stop. Ontario now has the most cases of COVID-19 in all of Canada, where it was Quebec at one time. Case numbers keep going up, lockdown stay on. Stay at home order stay on. This is what we need to get out of of doing, ladies and gentlemen. This is what needs to stop. You think you're going to get away with it. You think you're going to hold these parties. You think you're going to be able to do it in private when you're not. Your neighbors in your community will call the police. Heck, if my neighbors were holding big parties, I'd be calling the police. It's not the first time, obviously, ladies and gentlemen, people try to do things, you know, during lockdowns.
I don't know. This is just, that's just ridiculous. And, uh, in uh, Vancouver. It happens here in Ontario. It's happened in Quebec. It's happened all over the place. People think they can get away with holding parties. So, you know, with this lockdown and restaurants being closed, um, the frustration is growing with, with the uh, owners of restaurants over the lack of data linking, linking the industry to uh, COVID-19. Now, here in the city of London, where I reside, obviously, um, we had a couple cases uh, that were in bars. Um, Nothing really serious, but serious enough, even a couple cases, one case is serious. Uh, but for the latter part of it, I mean, restaurants here in the city of London, uh, it wasn't, uh, you know, any cases, not even the places that I visited, you know, to, to go have, have a beverage, you know, back in the spring and over the summertime into early fall. You know, they were, their safety measures that they put in place in these restaurants, what these owners did, how much money they put out to do this. Contact tracing, I still believe in it, and, and it still should be being done. And it should be done in these big box stores or Walmarts. It should be done right across the board, manufacturing everywhere, contact tracing. You know, with the restrictions at, at one point, you know, um, on December 31st, leaving businesses with kitchens and bars full of product that they wouldn't be able to, wouldn't be able to sell. You know, small businesses, mom and pa, small businesses. As restaurants across the country fight to survive, industry watchers say they are growing frustration over lack of data that conclusively links restaurants to COVID-19 infections. The lockdown measures across the country that ban indoor dining have taken an enormous toll. More than 10,000 restaurants have been permanently closed, while legions of, of waiters, servers, and bartenders have been laid off, according to the data from Restaurants Canada. Even among restaurants that remain open, eight in 10 are either losing money or barely scraping by. And as, as uh, industry uh, proponents like to point out, many provinces have continued to see a spike in cases despite 
a ban on indoor dining. Well, we know the cases aren't coming from there because they're closed. So where are the cases coming from? Why are we still spiking with all these non-essential businesses closed? Why is the number still going up? As of roughly 266,363 cumulative COVID cases in Ontario, we have more than that now. Only about 575 infections have been linked to an exposure at a restaurant, bar, or nightclub, according to, to the uh, provincial data. Now, they had outbreaks in Toronto in these restaurants, nightclubs, and bars. But a spokeswoman with the Ontario Ministry of Health said indoor dining is regarded as a higher risk activity given what we know about how the virus transmits from person to person. What kind of ridiculous statement is that? Is a higher higher risk activity. It's a higher risk activity than going to a Costco, I guess. Going to a Walmart. Going to the big big name grocery stores. That's the most ridiculous thing I ever seen. More people in, in manufacturing plants, assortment plants, food processing plants. And somehow, she makes a statement as a higher risk activity of indoor dining. The spokeswoman, the spokeswoman for the Ontario Ministry of Health really needs to give her head a shake. That's the reason why restaurants, you know, are open for takeout and delivery only. Unflippin' believable. She added that if the spread of the virus is not contained, it often results in widespread community transmission that can't be tracked back to a specific setting. Yes, it can because yes, it can because restaurants were doing contact tracing. Any restaurant that I went to back in the summertime and over the over the fall time, they were doing contact tracing. Taking your name and telephone number. Only five at a table. Big box stores aren't doing that. Walmarts aren't doing that. Manufacturing companies, food processing, all these places, all the all the essential businesses, they're not doing contact tracing. The mail assortment plant in Mississauga. Over 100 people tested positive for COVID-19. And they're saying the restaurants are the problem. This woman really needs to give her head a shake. Unbelievable. I hope she hears this show too. That's just absolutely so flippin' ridiculous.
the Quebec government also imposed restrictions on Quebec restaurants and bar owners were um, sent it last month after um, finding out the closure of dining rooms was not recommended by the public health. Finding out that the closure of the dining rooms was not recommended by the public health. Restaurants have been closed since October and we still see numbers steadily rising. Isn't that something? Here in Ontario, we're still seeing cases over 2,000. All the restaurants in Ontario are shuttered. And yet we have an increase. Unbelievable. I mean, is she even qualified to be a health minister? Just a title, just a position. The restaurants are saying that we're clearly not the problem, but we can be part of the solution. It's better for these gatherings to take place in supervised environments with protective equipment and frequent sanitization. They've been doing this. The restaurants have been doing this. They do a better job than the grocery stores do. They do a better job of sanitizing and manufacturing. They do a better job than 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 sanitizing anywhere. Adding the frustrations of restaurants owners is, is the money spent redesigning their spaces to allow for physical distancing, installing plexiglass barriers, increasing ventilation and adding air filters, ensuring proper sanitation measures, but only to be shut down. In British Columbia, where indoor dining has continued with restrictions, the province does not have clear data on whether it's a notable source of transmission. Well, you see out in BC, they have restrictions, but the restaurants are open. They say we don't have the specific number of cases that are directly linked to transmission at restaurants, bars, and nightclubs. We do not know the, uh, that the virus easily spreads when we gather in groups. But we do know. Well, better chance of, you know, gathering, you know, with 100 people in a condo. Better spread with, 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 with people in Costco's and Walmart's manufacturing, mail assortment plants, food processing plants. Yet it's the lack of concrete data that is causing the industry to, to be shuttered. A lot of restaurants are saying, show us the proof 
as to why disclosure of indoor dining is needed. There's a sense of frustration with respect to why the, the decisions are being made and the, and the data backing up those decisions. That's what restaurants want to know. The industry is willing to adapt and make adjustments to keep people safe. This is an industry that wants to follow the rules and keep customers and staff safe. He said, what we like is for the government to look at our industry and say, what are the things we can do to keep them open as opposed to how long we can keep them closed? If governments don't start working with restaurants on solutions, there could be a lot of backlash. Now they're already starting to holler. Many people are at the breaking point. They're looking at their bills and thinking, this is the end of my business. Restaurants can surely do a whole lot better job than big box stores, manufacturing, assortment plants. You know, everything was fine. Unbelievable. But I don't know. You know, it's easy to do contact tracing in, in, in the uh, in small businesses, whether it's restaurants, hardware stores, less people inside. I think the government here in Ontario and our and our health professionals here in Ontario need to be more transparent. Where these transmissions are taking place. And it appears to me that they're not. They just come out with numbers. When people test positive. They try to get the information from them from where they last were, what they've done the last few weeks. But we never seem to get any answers. We never seem to get any answers where all these outbreaks are happening. Certainly not happening, it's not happening in gyms, not happening in, in uh, sports, recreation places, not happening in, in theaters, not happening restaurants not happening in the small businesses because they're all closed. And yet our numbers are spiking. Schools are back today, ladies and gentlemen, here in the London and Middlesex area. First day back school for the kids since December the 18th 
six weeks. They're finally back in classrooms. We'll see how that goes. Hopefully it goes well. I'm hoping it really does. Kids can stay in school. But I think our government here in Ontario needs to be more transparent of where these infections are originating from here in the city and all over Ontario because it's not happening in small businesses that are closed. But thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for taking the time for joining me. I appreciate that here on the Truckers Podcast Monday Morning Show Coffee with you. There'll be more about this story as it goes along. As we stay in our lockdown and stay at home orders here in Ontario. And what the government plans on doing within the next few days. We'll have more stories about that as well. Let's get those thank yous, ladies and gentlemen, out to all of our essential workers, our frontline workers, our doctors, our nurses, our paramedics, our police and our fire departments. I thank you for the job that you do day in and day out. Thank you to my listeners, my followers. I thank you for taking the time out of your day to join me here on the Truckers Podcast. gentlemen this is the truckers podcast i'm your host doug from london ontario canada have a safe work week everybody take care out there i'll be back on this evening at 8 p.m so i hope you can join me take care